Welcome back to the Hockey House Podcast, episode 128, presented by Optimex Sports. I'm your host, Mackenzie Murphy, bringing the latest news from around the ACHA and AAU college hockey. Another great weekend of action. Crazy weekend for the guys, though, at Hockey House Pod HQ, though. So we're going to get to the interview in a little bit, but just want to go over a couple of brief things before we cut to that. Just me on the podcast this week. Rest of the boys taking the week off. Herman's going to be behind the scenes editing this one. Crazy week here, but we already had the interview recorded for you guys. So we're going to cut to that in a little bit. But like I said, some quick news around the ACHA and AAU college hockey. It was a successful Carolina Classic, our game of the week. Saw the NC State Ice Pack take down their rivals, the UNC Tar Heels, by a score of 6-2. to two. The Tar Heels did get a win that night, though. They resumed play from Friday night, that game being postponed with two minutes to go in the third period in a tie game with the UNC Tar Heels on the power play. So they picked up play on Monday night at 7 o'clock, and it was the Tar Heels winning that one in overtime clinching the second seed in the ACC tournament that'll be happening this weekend down in Winston-Salem but again it was the ice pack coming away with a 6-2 victory in front of nearly 6,000 the other night at PNC Arena great to see we also want to give a shout out to Chase Ham, the former Arizona State ACHA M1 goalie who made the transition to the NCAA Division 1 team for the second semester got some action the other night in a 5-1 victory over Lindenwood the former ACHA team of course he was getting action against them the Sun Devils were in control late in the third period they threw chase ham in net i believe he made one save in his ncaa debut so i want to make sure we've given him a shout out we've seen a couple of goalies get the call up so far this season and he's the first one of them to see action and play of course big news around country music world toby keith passed away at the age of 62 want to make sure we pay our respects to him he was actually in attendance Earlier this year, catching some ACHA action between Colorado and Oklahoma. Many people know him as a diehard Oklahoma Sooner fan. So I want to make sure we gave him some love here on episode 128 for his support of the ACHA this season and his long battle with stomach cancer. There was a, a couple of big matchups. One that we had our eyes on this past weekend was between UNLV and Utah. Both of those games in Salt Lake City going to overtime. It was the UNLV Rebels winning the first one and then a comfort behind victory for the Utes on Saturday. They were down 3-0, came all the way back in that one to win it 4-3. Of course, it wouldn't be a weekend in club hockey if it weren't for a team's bus breaking down. The boys at Williston State battled on Wednesday this week. They were leaving Dakota College Botno, and on the way home, they had transmission overheated, so they had to stop and fix that, and then they got going again, and then they got stuck at a red light later down the road. So a three-hour bus ride turned into nearly six hours of them battling on the road in the cold North Dakota winter. So all in all, a good weekend. Like I mentioned, we're going to keep this one brief. We'll throw it over our interview this week. But of course, we got to let you know this one is brought to you by OptumX Sports. OptumX provides teams the opportunity to build and manage their own website. And the best part is these guys know club hockey. So be sure to check them out using the link in our bio. If you're interested in signing up, be sure to use our referral link at optimexsports.com slash signup slash hockey house pod. Once again, that is optimexsports.com slash signup slash hockey house pod. And the best part is you can now visit our Optimex website. We've talked about it week in and week out about the different teams that have been signing up for Optimex. So one of those teams is the hockey house pod team. So be sure to check out our website at hockey house pod. 
Com, give you a behind the scenes look at the crew. You'll have access to different ways you can listen to the podcast. You will see, be able to see our bios. We have our roster on the website so you can learn a little bit more about the guys behind the scenes at Hockey House Pod. And of course, we're going to start writing some articles, some blog posts too. So be sure to check out this week's most recent blog post coming to you courtesy of Aiden Collins. He gives a look at the different scenarios playing out this weekend in the ECHA. First place is on the line between Westchester. William Patterson is in the mix and George Mason too. So be sure to check that out. Like I said, we're going to start doing a couple more blog posts and, and some more information on the website. But that, of course, is brought to you by Optimex. And so is our interview with this week. We have freshman forward from Arizona State. He's a college hockey content creator. You know him as Hunter Friesen. And we'll turn it over to our interview with Friesen now. We're pleased to be joined by a member of the Arizona State ACHA Division One team, a freshman forward and content creator from Winnipeg, Manitoba, number 93, Hunter Friesen. Freezer, welcome to the Hockey House Pod. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Pumped to have you on. I mean, first time you flew under our radar was probably around this time last year. Was that when you made that commitment video? Or it wasn't even a commitment video at that point, but you had the the video about you visiting ASU. Was that kind of your first introduction to making some college hockey content? Yeah, that was my first video. That was actually in the summer, though. We had like a tryout, I guess like a summer skate and then just a tour of the campus and stuff. So I, I filmed that to see where it went. And then I see you guys reposted it and stuff. And that video did pretty well, actually. So at that point, had you decided that you were going to come to Arizona State and then that was like a tryout to see what team you would be on? Yeah. So the whole idea, like talking to Kleiner, our coach, like I knew right away, like I wanted to come here. Like I was talking to Division Three teams, like in the NCAA. But if I could make this team, like that was my number one choice for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. And your hockey background, like you've played in a lot of different places. So I'm sure the travel that you've experienced so far freshman year nothing to consider what you went through in juniors the travel here is just awesome because like i'm not from around here so traveling to like san diego and vegas and stuff like that it's just a lot different for me compared to like canada where i'm from so it's just awesome to experience new places yeah you mentioned being from canada you're from winnipeg originally walk us through that like how did you get introduced to the sport of hockey where did you start playing and at what point maybe did you know that you wanted to play college hockey yeah so i've been playing hockey since day one like as long as i can remember i have two older brothers that played and then uh my dad played a bit so I've been playing forever and then I moved away at 15 years old to play at the Pursuit of Excellence Hockey Academy there in British Columbia uh, my older brother went there so that's kind of how I knew about it just throughout my AAA career I just kept moving around trying to find the next level so I went to Shattuck St. Mary's the following year for my junior year of high school played junior hockey and then just ended up at ASU tell me a little bit about Shattuck St. Mary's because I feel like that might be an intimidating place to go and play because of the the rich hockey tradition there is that a school that you knew a lot about before going there i've definitely heard of it i knew about it obviously from the you know like the legends that have been there and then but i didn't know like a ton about it it was definitely a little bit intimidating getting there i'm not like from that area like i've only played a Canadian hockey so far up to that point. So going to the States, definitely a bit intimidating, but it was awesome. I had a lot of fun there. 
Walk us through how did you find out about ACHA hockey and specifically ASU? You mentioned, you know, getting some offers from NCAA Division three schools. Like, what did that process look like for you? What were some of the pros and cons that you weighed? I didn't know a ton about ACHA, actually. One of my best friends, he's Braden Pollock. He plays for Minot State. I've known a little bit about ACHA from him, but not a ton. So this is definitely just a brand new experience for me. My older brother played Division three at Superior or Lake Superior. So I was headed more for the Division three route, given this opportunity, just living in Arizona and just having the best experience. That's what I wanted for sure. I want to talk about your brother for a little bit now, because I, I had an older brother who played NCAA hockey too. And I think for me, at least it was like, it was cool to see that he had that experience. That was kind of when I was like, I also want to go play college hockey too. Like because he went the NCAA route, did you go to him at all? And like kind of weigh his experiences versus maybe what you might get at Arizona state? Absolutely. Like just in terms of experience, like he only did three years of his college hockey, but it's like a little town, I guess for D3, it's kind of big. It's like Duluth and Superior which is pretty big for division three schools. But he just said like, you kind of get bored playing in this little town with the same kids. You see the same kids at the bars and stuff. And for me, it's just like, I wanted the best experience I can have. So playing in Arizona is just what I wanted, especially for content creation. Just there's always things to do and always things to film. That's kind of where I wanted to go. I imagine it's pretty tough to run into the same people at bars at Arizona State. Yeah, (laughs) it's almost too many people here. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the content creation aspect of it, because, you know, I was looking through some of your YouTube videos today. Was that something you, you picked up in junior hockey and maybe was inspired by the work that your brother had previously done? Yeah, for sure. Cutting back a couple of years ago, like I just filmed like regular content, just like say my weekend at the cabin or whatever. And that kind of stuff didn't do too well. But as soon as I filmed my first hockey video, it just skyrocketed like in a couple days, it already had like 30,000 views. So I kind of just knew right away to stick with the hockey stuff because that's what works. It's fun to film. Like I have a lot of fun making content. So I just kept doing that. And then I keep doing it in college and it's it's doing really well right now. Yeah, and it's been awesome. And part of the reason that we got into doing what we're doing is because like a lot of people just don't know about the ACHA, right? And I think yeah. what you're doing is providing them with maybe not, I mean, not every ACHA school is going to be like Arizona State, but it is like, you know, I'm sure there are going to be 19, 20 year old kids playing juniors in Canada, just like you. And now they're seeing these videos like, oh, wow, this is a place that I can play. Is that something that you consider when you're making these videos? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm editing one right now, uh, our weekend in Utah. And like, I put game clips of our games in the videos and you can clearly see like the highlights and it's, it's good hockey for sure. Like I get a lot of comments saying like you're in the ACHA and it's like, well, it's actually like better hockey than you think. Honestly, that's where I feel like maybe you're at a little bit of a disadvantage because a lot of the schools that you guys play against don't have NCAA teams, right? Like everybody knows how successful Arizona State has been. You guys are still playing a high level of hockey and arguably some of the best hockey in the ACHA. You got a lot of those strong teams out there with UNLV and Utah is having a good year this year and U of A is up there as well. So you guys have a very tough schedule. Yeah, absolutely. We were in Vegas a couple of weeks ago and like that was a lot of fun. Like they smoked us, but I don't know, it's it's a good barn to play and they have a strong like fan base there. A, a very committed fan base too and and it's crazy how much that has grown into a hockey town over the last couple of years. But I'm curious, yeah. you know, you hear all this about the ACHA, you finally stepped foot on campus. Was there like a 
a welcome to the ACHA moment for you, like something that stood out, maybe a little unexpected that uh, you came across in your first couple days on campus or maybe at the rink? Since we have the NCAA team, like honestly, not many people know about us at our school. When you like meet new people and you're like, oh, I'm here for hockey, they just assume you're on the NCAA team and then you got to tell them, no, I'm on the lower team, but it's all, it's a lot of fun here. And any, any, running into nhl guys around mullet like do you guys bump into maybe teams coming off the ice before you guys any experiences like that uh yeah we see their bosses pulling and stuff like we don't go through the same entry as they do so you don't actually get to see them but you see the bosses pulling in and out all the time i mean that's an exciting place to play hockey right now with with the growth and you know the atmosphere that it's been like at coyotes games and i've seen too you've posted on social media every now and then that you guys do get to go to those games like that's gotta be pretty cool living on a college campus where an NHL team plays. Yeah, it's great. I've been to a couple games here and there. I went to my first D1 game last weekend because our schedules usually overlap. We had an off weekend here, so I got to finally go to a game. And then my roommate, he started off on our team, and he he's now the goalie or one of the goalies for their team. So he got to finally play a little bit of their game. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, well, I mean, walk us through that because that happened at the end of the semester. Like, were you around when he was getting the phone call from Coach Powers that he was going to get called up in the second semester? Yeah, a little bit. He briefly told me like before it was a like a real thing that he's going to be moved up. So I had to keep it on the low for a little bit until it got announced. Yeah, he loves it so far. That just the all the uh the merchandise they get is just crazy. He's always coming back with all these sweaters and stuff. You got new pads, new helmet, all that stuff. Chase Ham, right? And now did you get connected with him ahead of time? Just two got you made the roommate situation before going there? I used to play hockey with a kid that used to be here and he uh, also knew Chase a little bit, so that's how the three of us ended up together. But now it's just me and Chase. The academic portion isn't for everybody down there. So I'm assuming yeah. it can be tough to, to get used to that balance. Let's talk a little bit about some of the traveling that you guys have done, because one of the videos I just got done watching was the, the Chicago Classic. And I think that is an unbelievable tournament. A lot of the top teams in the ACHA, I saw you guys played Minot and Ohio, two yeah. teams that are in the top five right now. So, I mean, walk us through that, because you guys looked, it looked like you had an insane travel day before basically playing the number one team in the country yeah so we had to get up i forgot what time it was but it was pretty early in the morning and then we had to fly to chicago and then play the number one team in the country at night there and we actually did pretty good we i forgot the score but we only lost by like one goal plus uh an empty netter so i thought we did pretty well for that schedule i thought too you do a really good job of capturing you know what it is like for guys in the acha because you mentioned you've seen that comparison with you know maybe chase coming home with the bags of swag and all the apparel and then you got you guys going to Walmart after landing in Chicago and filling up on like Oreos and Girl Scout cookies and and all that stuff and so I just think like it's great like is that something that you consider when you're doing this or you just like hey I'm bringing my camera along and I'm just gonna get whatever happens I try and film as much as I can and then I just try and like cut it down into the most entertaining like 15 minutes while following the storyline I like what we're doing in the day and you know I don't film everything just out of respect for other people but I try and film as much as I can for entertainment and I'm sure you've gotten used to it by now because you started doing it in junior hockey but I I did want to ask about that like is there like a certain level of of comfort you have to have around guys to say hey like I'm gonna film this and I'm sure they know at this point that it's for your your YouTube but Is there like a little bit of a feeling out process earlier in the year? Oh yeah, 100%. Like I didn't really film a ton at the start. It's such a a shell shock for other people. Like 
because no one's really used to this, especially in the hockey world. So you, you definitely have to feel it out a bit. Maybe at the start of the year, not everyone was like on board, but now that they see like it's it's just all for fun and entertainment and it's doing well in numbers, like everyone's on board with it now. So that's good. Is there a teammate maybe you can't get away from the camera once you start hitting record? Or are there a couple guys that love the, the spotlight a little too much? You know, someone like Carter Newland, he's a kid on my team. He's one of the main characters now. He's just such an outgoing guy. And then there's other kids who just would rather not be filmed. And I can respect that. So I try and just stick with the guys who enjoy it. And it, it does well. I want to ask too, because you mentioned, you know, your brother, Austin, one of the guys, one of the hockey guys, you know, where he played up in Wisconsin. And we've actually had Lawson before on the podcast to talk about similar stuff. Like, have you talked to him at all about like, cause I feel like maybe Lawson was a little bit more behind the camera, especially when they were still playing about what it's like to play and create the content. Yeah. I've talked to Lawson quite a bit. Like I've met him a couple of times and like, he's really supportive. Like he, he wants people to get better in the space. Like he's always posting tips and stuff. So he's easy to talk to. I'll, I'll give him a text once in a while, like ask him questions about anything. Same with my brother. Like they're all really supportive and they want me to do well. Yeah. Cause that's like what their whole mission is, right? Just like growing yeah. the game of hockey and, and making fun content while doing it. Yeah, they started the exact same way, just a bunch of college kids creating content. They really popped off during COVID, like on TikTok, and they're massive right now. We're happy you're doing the same thing for the ACHA, because like I said, it gives kids the opportunity to maybe see what the quality of hockey is like. But last thing about the content creation, guy, I have to ask, because I heard you were getting a hard time from the guys at Ohio. You, you mentioned in the video that they were being a little bit of a fanboy, but like, I imagine that it's annoying at first, but then, you know, when you look back, you're like, wow, those people know who I am, right? They're watching my videos. So uh, it's not all bad. It's honestly every team at this point. I'll get like, go make another TikTok. I'll get those every game, literally every game. And, you know, I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me. It's a win if they know who I am. It means I'm doing something right, right? And I didn't have nearly the following you have right now, but I used to make ACHA TikToks during quarantine and so when we started playing that next year i probably had like five thousand followers on tiktok and i used to get the same thing every once in a while like go make another tiktok the meme i always thought about was austin matthews looking at the guy on the senator's name bar because he didn't know who he was you know what my tiktok handle is but i have no idea who you are so it's cool to see when people are are tuning in and, and know who you are but we'll move on from the content creation let's talk a little bit of hockey here because you grew up in western canada hockey is, is very popular and now you're in a part of the u.s that isn't exactly known for hockey but it's growing rapidly down there like talk to us about first game of the year playing at the tucson convention center against u of a like that's got to be a wild experience okay well i was actually scratched that game but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the first game of the year and watching it from the stands is honestly just as fun like the rivalry we have between u of a is just i've never experienced something like that so just the fans how passionate they are at u of a just chirping at us like all game long it's it's honestly really entertaining and then i got to play there two games before the break christmas break and that's just unreal like playing in that arena yeah, maybe you got to dip your toe in as a scratch. And of, yeah. of all the places to be scratched, you're probably like furthest from the ice up there because, they, you know, they got so many seats. But and you guys play GCU. I know those games have been pretty competitive this year. I, I feel like that's a team that hasn't done well in recent years, but they seem like they've kind of had your guys number lately. I'm pretty sure they got like a bunch of really good recruits. I think a couple 
ex-D1 players maybe. I've heard their coaching staff is just awesome. So they're honestly like a really tough team to play against. And I, I got to mention too, because I was thinking about this, things that have gone on in Arizona State this year. We got to talk about the boys that went viral at the start of the year with that goal against Utah, the one behind the net. Where were you when that happened? Yeah, that was just unreal. Like I'm sure a lot of people watching this have seen the clips. Like it, that video went everywhere. So he like toe dragged the player, chipped it off the glass over the net. Caden Butler smacked it in like midair. Was that one of those things where like the guys on the bench like don't really know if they saw what they saw, and then maybe after the fact you go go back and watch and see how insane that was, or did you know right away how insane that goal was? No, I definitely had to watch it back a couple times to just see exactly what happened, and it's honestly insane. I've never seen anything like that. It's nuts. But we mentioned that you did the recruiting, kind of like the the visit to ASU, and then you did a recap of going to San Diego State. That team has come a long way in the last couple of years too. But again, another spot where it's like you guys are going on vacation every weekend and then you get to play hockey on the side. Yeah, so we went to San Diego and trips like that, I just take advantage of for filming. Like so it's like, it's really unique. We played a game, we won. And then the next day we hung out at Mission Beach all day, and then got to go straight to the arena, get another win. And yeah, just awesome going to San Diego, two wins. It's nothing better. Talk to us a little bit about like what the team is looking forward to right now. Like you guys got a couple more games left. Like who's who's left on the schedule here? We have the Cactus Cup, what it's called. Like it's our uh, rivalry between U of A. It's like a seven game series. That's pretty much our only goal right now is to just win that. I think we're down one game or it might be tied. I forget, but we want to win that for sure. And that's our mission right now. Playing juniors, was there ever a year where you played one team seven times? Like, I mean, in college, I mean, that's pretty much unheard of at the most. You're usually playing a team four times. You know, that rivalry really builds over the span of a season. Juniors, it's just like regular schedule playing whoever, U of A and us. I think we line up our schedules just for this. Like, like we've done it a, like a lot in the past years and it just means so much to like our coaches and stuff and our seniors. It means everything to them. Talking a little bit about off ice, like what are what are some of the things that the boys love to do when you're spending time not at the rink? You know, down there, there's probably a, a number of activities. You mentioned beforehand too, like you guys going on hikes in 100 degree weather. Like that's not something every yeah. team gets to go do. Yeah, at the start of the year, we, um, we hike Camelback Mountain. It's like the mountain, like pretty much like right in phoenix there so we did that in like just as the season was starting so in the summer in arizona it's like 100 degrees and a lot of the kids didn't make it up they had to turn around and then just stuff like that or we do uh golfing a bit like as a team and then like we haven't had too many off weekends so it is a little bit like we don't get a ton of stuff in like that but when we do have off weekends we try and make the most of it Who's the best golfer on the team? Are there, are there some guys who take it pretty seriously and you can tell that they maybe intentionally came to Arizona State to take advantage of the nice weather year round? Oh, geez. I don't know who the best golfer is. Everyone's like pretty average that I've been with. I haven't gone too many times. I've, I've only been twice myself. So once the season wraps up, you guys can go and take advantage of that a little bit more. Yeah. But you've kind of outlined it a bunch in your videos. What are your favorite parts about being a student at Arizona State? Because, you know, the hockey is great. Mullet Arena is a great facility. And you guys are kind of on that side rank, too. You get to play a couple games at Mullet. But yeah. what are some maybe things that people don't see on social media about Arizona State that you really enjoy? Well, I'd say just like our campus is unreal. Like it's so nice and like with the palm trees and stuff. And being from Canada, I'm just not used to that. Just like top golf, like there's so much things to do around here. Like it never gets boring around here. And then I don't know, just all the good food options in Tempe. It's just a lot. And, and the flip side of that, we've we've I think we've touched on pretty much everywhere you guys have traveled so far. Of the places that you've gone and played, what has been your favorite so far? Probably Vegas. 
they got city national arena there that's the vegas practice facility like for the knights and they pack their barn and then u of a is also my favorite just because the rivalry we have and their fans are just so passionate and then i'm going to colorado this upcoming weekend uh one of their players actually dm me to do like a like he wants to show me around their facility for my video so that's awesome I'll, I'll film that for sure i mean we talk about getting chirps from guys but to see the the opposite end of that you got guys reaching out ahead of time and wanting to show off their facilities and uh, you guys go boulder right colorado yeah we played the two colorado teams yeah, that, I mean, that is a gorgeous, they play right on campus too. I was fortunate enough to play there my freshman year. Unreal, like right in the middle of campus and in the student rec center. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that video down yes, the road. There's like a lot of like hate comments, but there's also like, I get a lot of support. Like he wants to show me his facility. So that's awesome. I'm going to take advantage of that for sure. Well, hey, Hunter, we, we wish you the best of luck in the next couple of weekends as you guys wrap up the season. Thank you for everything you're doing for the ACHA and showing behind the scenes. And uh, we look forward to seeing you, more of your content down the road. Absolutely. You know, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Once again, thank you to Hunter for joining the show this week. Wishing Freeze and the boys the best of luck in their trip to Colorado this weekend where they will take on University of Colorado and Colorado State. Got plenty of other games to watch out for this weekend. We start with Friday night when number 11 Purdue Northwest will take on number 12 Calvin. Purdue Northwest battled through the best of their schedule at the beginning of the year and they look to face one last roadblock before heading to Nationals. Only their second year in Division One, and they are in a prime spot to head to the national tournament down in st louis got some women's one action on friday night mckendry number six the bearcats taking on number five maryville at the mckendry metro rec plex and friday night we have number nine U mary taking on number six jamestown this one's going to be at the starian sports complex in mandan North Dakota, a home game for you, Mary, against their rivals, the Jamestown Jimmies. Friday night, we have UMass Amherst taking on number three, Rensselaer Polytech RPI, looking to get a couple spots up in the rankings. If they could get that number two spot, they'd get an auto bid to nationals, a big year for RPI. They are chasing down Army in the rankings for that auto bid. And then more women's hockey action on Friday night, number two, Liberty hosting number three, Adrian at LaHaye. And then we have some playoff action. We'll start Friday night, AAU D1 College Hockey South battle here. It is South Carolina taking on Georgia at the Fort Ice Center, a semifinal matchup. The winner of this one will take on the winner of the top seed, Tampa, number four seed, Bama. Sticking with the playoff action on Friday, though, it will kick off the ACC tournament, like we mentioned at the start of the show. Big matchup in the first round here is number seven, North Carolina, taking on University of North Carolina, Wilmington. So a little interstate matchup at Winston-Salem. North Carolina comes into this one, number seven in the Southeast. UNC Wilmington, number 13 in the Southeast. Saturday night, we have some action in M3 of Saginaw Valley State hosting Lawrence Tech, and that place is going to be rocking. Number 15, Saginaw State looking to make some moves at the end of the season, playing number two, Lawrence Tech, who have had a great season so far. And then rounding out the games to watch, we have number four, Minot State, taking on the best team in women's two action, Assinable community college this one will be at pepsi rink in minot so a test for the top team in women's two right now against a top five opponent in women's one action some honorable mentions this week thursday night a matchup between kent state and john carroll florida gulf coast's m3 team taking on tampa's aaud2 team friday night we also have miami taking on ucf in a matchup between one of the best teams in aaud3 versus ucf who has made some ground in the last couple of weeks big sweep over usf their big rival last weekend 
Maryville will take on Minot State. The Beavers making the trip down to the Maryville University Hockey Center. Number eight, Maryville trying to play spoiler against the top team in the country. And then more playoff action on Friday night. We go out west to the Pac-8 tournament where San Jose State University will take on the host seed in the Pac-8 tournament. That'll be Eastern Washington. San Jose State is the four seed. Eastern Washington, the five seed. Other key matchups, we have number one, University of Washington taking on number eight. USC. So maybe a future Big Ten matchup there. Staying out West for more M2 playoff action, we have the Mountain West Collegiate Hockey League. Their tournament will be played in Logan at the Eccles Ice Center. The host team, Utah State, taking on the University of Montana. University of Montana has played some big games lately. They've played well, maybe haven't gotten the bounces. They are looking to get some bounces, though, against the host team in this first round matchup. And that, of course, brings us to the game of the week saturday night is 740 night at bird arena number seven liberty making the trip over to athens to face off against the number five ohio university of bobcats this one is going to be a special one the bobcats planning on debuting some sharp camo jerseys for 740 night and that place is going to be rocking as usual can expect to see a sellout there You know it's a big one when the Flames come to town to face off against the Bobcats. These two teams played earlier in the year at La Haye, and there were some fireworks, so we expect more of that this weekend. And that kind of wraps up the show. A brief one, like I mentioned, had that interview going with Hunter already in the bank, so we figured why not drop it as the boys reload. Got some playoff action this week. We'll have all the coverage. Make sure you're following in at Hockey House Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We will have all the coverage for you. We'll be back with a great episode next week. So thank you so much for tuning in. Best of luck to all those playing this weekend and safe travels to everyone making the trip out to these games. We'll see you all next week. Yeah.